When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Football fans have been observing the new Monty Teo documentary on new Netflix. And Teo's story is a heartbreaking reminder that the mainstream media will build you up and then they will tear you down. It's also a, remi- a reminder how dangerous all forms of media can be. Uh, this Wednesday on the episode of the Who's Got Next podcast, Connor... Mario, Mike, and myself, we all discussed the documentary and how everybody is to blame. You know, the NFL had the chance to do the right thing. I believe that the NFL was going to be on the right side of history for the first time ever. Fortunately, the NFL did what the NFL does. The impact that they've had on Toronto FC. It's undeniable. I understand that you have to defend your quarterback. I understand that you just can't come out and, you know, say, well, you know, we don't want Deshaun anyways. I understand. I get it. I have to do this because I have to appreciate it. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to Ray's Sports Rant for the Dean Blundell Network at DeanBlundell.com. Also, for RayRoute.com, find all my content on those two sites. And I hope you're all doing well today. And listen... I'm going to try to explain a few things to you. I was on my regular podcast tonight and we were talking about the Monte Teo thing. And uh, for those of you who don't know, on Wednesday nights at uh, seven o'clock Eastern time, I have a, I'm on a podcast with four of my buddies called the who's got next podcast. And we got into the whole Monte Teo documentary and really just kind of like the irres- how irresponsible the media was and all that type of thing. So listen, I'm going to try to explain our conversation. I'm going to try to not spoil the documentary for those who haven't seen it. But one thing that really hit me was how guilty everybody was in the whole Monty Teo situation. Right? The two-part miniseries painted the mainstream media as the villains. And they kind of painted Deadspin as the heroes. But the reality is Deadspin is just as guilty for the Monte Teo fallout as MSM is. Deadspin admitted that they released their article before it was ready. They feared that somebody would release the story first. And they were so set on exposing ESPN that Deadspin released an article that ruined Monte Teo's life. Teo was ridiculed online. He became a meme. National news agencies questioned his sexuality. His integrity was questioned. And why? So the media could compete for clicks and views. Now, I'm not going to run from my reality. I work for an alternative news company. We're competing for the same clicks as ESPN, CNN, and some random guy's blogs. You know, Connor and I admitted tonight that had Who's Got Next existed in 2013, we probably would have made fun of Monty Teo. 
we are just as guilty as the mainstream media and every other news agency that's out there. And if there was anything that we learned from the Monte Teo situation, it's that we have to be better as people. We have to be better as a society and not relish in somebody else's misery. We see it in politics all the time. It's a pastime for sports fans, you know, just to be dicks. We just have to be better as people. So what I'm going to do for you now is I'm going to play you uh, a big clip from Mark podcast tonight, because I think that it's, it, it was the perfect edition of, of race sports rant. And I think that it, it kind of, I get my thoughts out. Mario gets his thoughts out. Connor gets his thoughts out. And I think that it, it's important that people, you know, hear what we had to say on that. For those of you who only tune in to race sports rant, um, that you hear uh, what we had to say on the, who's got next podcast. Uh, it's about a seven minute clip. So it's a good clip, but, uh, and I do want to apologize. My internet was wacky tonight while trying to record it, especially at the beginning. So I cut out a few times while I'm I'm giving my take, but I think that it's right in line with, with what I just said. So here's the clip from tonight's episode of the who's got next podcast, but I want to talk a little bit about the media, not just, but all the media and maybe how you can build somebody up and you can tear them down. Connor, you got next. Yeah, so I'm not sure if any of uh, you guys have seen the Mante Teo documentary, Mario is Shaking Your Head. So I watched it the other night, and I was absolutely floored, although I probably shouldn't have been. It just showed how bad. At one point, the media <clears throat> built him up. He even talks about it, and he's like, I used to go out, and people were like, oh, my God, it's Mante Teo. Like, he's the man. Then people were like, oh, my God, whispering, like, that's Mante Teo. Like, he's the guy with the fake girlfriend. And it was just amazing to me that, like, they completely put so much false information out there, like total garbage. And then it was really the uh, the guys who, who founded the story. I think it was – I'm forgetting the name of it. What was What was the name of it? Dead, was it Deadspin? Deadspin, Deadspin. Deadspin, yeah. And they were like, we can't believe that eight guys who started a random sports blog did way more fact-finding than any major public public publication and media like source anywhere. And it, it was just amazing to me that they just completely trashed the guy. So I just wanted to get everyone else's opinion on it and see if well, you, you saw the doc. I want to talk about Deadspin for a second too, though, because I saw your, I saw your question today and I knew exactly the role. I want to point out that it was Deadspin who also ruined Manti Teo's life, right? Yeah, like, oh, with the original story, yeah. Yeah. And say that wasn't their intentions. They can say that, you know, their whole intentions were just to, to you know, shut down ES. I say this as a member of the media, not the MSM media, but a director of sports at the Dean Blundell Network. Mario is a writer for the Dean Blundell Network. All four of us are a part of the network by being on this podcast. That's a part of DeanBlundell.com. And we do the same thing, right? We're all trying to upstage MSS, trying to show Deadspin came out and there would be no Mante Teo memes of, you know, guys just with their arm in the air. There would be no ridicule. There would be no teardown. just as much accountability in this mix and and recognize that what they did was for clicks as well this had nothing you know what i mean like it's this is almost a story that if you had a moral conscience as they were pretending to have on the documentary they would have just been like you know what let's just let this die no one's exposing this kid he's been catfished 
you know instead they led to the msm's crazy questions of like well is he gay and was he in on the hoax and yeah so they weren't asking those stupid questions but they're just as guilty in the whole blow up of this poor kid's life they opened pandora's box and the fact that the one thing i did not like about this documentary was well there's two things number one they really um the 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 guy the sorry the woman now who who did this to Teo who who catfished him yeah they really is they really showed like his compassion they really brought it off as just like oh he was a troubled kid who you know was struggling with his sexuality so he kind of had to do this you know and and we should forgive him where I was like dude you ruined a guy's life like yeah he's he's evil and then on the other side you had Deadspin who they were painting as like hey we were noble in this whole venture we were you know we were the good guys when really they were all dicks the mainstream media were dicks Deadspin were dicks we're dicks we do it all the time uh, I made fun of Kyler Murray showing a remote control car on the highway, calling him short. We do it as a part of, of the media and we are a part of the media. Don't, don't, don't confuse the, the situation. We are, we're just a different part of the media. We're not a part of the mainstream media. Um, so I think that's been got left off the hook too, for how they did it. But absolutely. I think we do it. And I think all media does it. We're always, I mean, face it guy, dude, we, we live in a, in a per, we, in a pay per click world we all work in a pay-per-click world of course we're looking for the next click and that's exactly what deadspin was doing too and the msn all go fuck themselves and anderson cooper you know and, a guy who oh, yeah, yeah, who's had was, to go through life and him to come bad. out and do what he did and, and it was just it was it was awful yeah and just i just want to say too on the deadspin thing too they talked about how they came out with the story before they might have even been ready to because they were worried other uh news outlets might be getting wind of it and they wanted to make sure they were first and basically the most important thing was being first like let's be first be first and then be right basically well and that kind of brings up and and i'll shut up and let somebody else talk but it's it's not the same impact on somebody's life but it's a tom brady retirement all over again right you can hate tom brady you can debate whether he's the goat you can debate whatever the fact of the matter is the guy gave over 20 years of his life to the nfl allow him to come out and announce his retirement the way he wants to but nope adam schefter had to be first right right adam schefter had to say what uh when um uh uh uh, Dwayne Haskins died. You yeah. know, he had to throw in the, what was it like, you know, struggling, struggling quarterback, you know, like it's, it's all, it's all about being first and it's not about doing the right thing. Yeah. A lot of that. I, Connor hit the first nail on the head when he said, listen, it's because of in the age we live in with technology and social media, everyone wants to be first, whether or not they're right or not. And then, okay, we'll deal with the fallout later, but we end up getting how many hits on this, you know, with, with all this media coverage that we did. And I think there's there's a little bit of a twist. You have to put in a little bit of an asterisk next to it, Ray, when you talk about including us in that media. We're more of, like, it seems more of opinion, guys, of after the fact. You know, you said you, that thing about Kyler Murray. Okay, he's short. We all get it. It's a joke. Okay, we're going we're gonna to goof off. We're, we're, not, we're not doubting the talent or the ability of the guy. We're just kind of making jokes. But and, and most of the times when we just tie, okay, this is the story that was presented by others we're going to try to cover it and give you our spin on it okay it's not like we're breaking news first of what happened from that like if if cody ford just got traded to arizona for a fifth round pick if we want to discuss that and put our opinions on it that's different than breaking a news story to millions of people that has false or incomplete information on it it's a little bit 
different, you know, when you, when you decide to put that spin on it. And, and, and I, and I think it's, it's, that's the troubling factor is that there's so many people that want to be first to break it. Oh, I, I said it first. I broke it first. Schefter, that's his job to let everybody know information first. And maybe he caught wind of it. Maybe he didn't, who knows? But you know, bottom line is this kid got crucified for it and there should be an apology set for Manti Teo and, and what's been going on. And, and the first one to do it should, should be Renaya. You know what I mean? So yeah, yep. it, it's, it's awful. What happened? But- all right, so that was uh, a long clip from our show tonight. Uh, we do actually go deeper into it, and we get into um, our role in the media, working for networks like the Dean Blundell Network and you know Newsbreak and that type of thing, and then even just having a podcast and how we contribute to that. You can check that out at the Who's Got Next podcast or the Who's Got Next podcast a YouTube channel. Uh, you can also download the podcast Who's Got Next uh, on Spotify, all those kind of places. But, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I don't – I don't really have much left to say. I really got my points across in the who's got next podcast t- episode tonight. Um, so that's why I wanted to share it here on, on race sports rant. And, and basically it's just kind of, you know, it, it's not a lazy way out, but I thought this was an important story. I thought coming out and giving the same spiel again, probably didn't make sense. It probably made more sense for me just to play that clip. Uh, but yeah, so this, and I'll tell you the truth. I was going to do a, a story about my whole blog, my whole race sports rant. And I was going to be about George Springer and the Toronto Blue Jays. But after we got into the discussion around Teo, I, I decided that it was probably more important. Um, as I try to live my life as a guy who tries to do the right thing in life. And I hope that, um, I, I did, did and said the right things in that Teo situation. Uh, usually this is more of a, a fun you know, kind of laughing podcast, but again, we can't run from some of the realities and sometimes we got to cover the serious issues. And this was a serious issue tonight. Uh, I hope that you, you found it somewhat entertaining. If you didn't find it entertaining, I hope that you found it informing, uh, thought provoking. I hope you'll think about it a little bit more and, and that's really all I got for you. Hit my music. Appreciate y'all uh, coming in here for race sports rant tonight. I know that uh, I didn't do much here. I just kind of pulled a clip, but I thought it was important. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure that you uh, tune in to race sports rant every day for the Team Bundell Network at teambundell.com. And you can also catch it over at rayroute.com. And hey, go check out my other podcast. It's a long version, you know, over an hour. I a lot of fun. My boy Mario from Hashtag Sports, my man Connor Connie. Connor, the Boston Heartthrob, Connor Commentary, and my uh, our, our resident entry nerd, producer Mike, uh, a.k.a. Sniper. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it, man. Until next time, never forget, you're all legit, kid. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. 
Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.